protests turned destructive in downtown Seattle tonight. Here's what we know. Since then, we have seen widespread looting. 200 members of the Washington National Guard have been called up to come into Seattle. 75 have been deployed to Seattle tonight. The other 100. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property. God bless you, everyone. Hey, listen, this is Pastor Alfred coming to you again. What a beautiful opportunity this is to, to talk with you. And um, the feedback that I, you know, look, look, I'm telling you right now, good stuff is occurring, okay? But we're still in some very challenging times. And so because of this, listen carefully. I'm going to be asking you again to share this with as many people as you possibly can. Do not just keep it to yourself, listen to it, and, turn, and just turn it off whatsoever. Please pass it on. Pass it on in any way that you feel safe and other times do it in a way that you feel challenging. But get this out there. It's of the utmost importance that you do. Today, we're going to speak again about some other challenges that face um, our race. Uh, I'm speaking mostly and primarily to people of my race as well as to uh, the brown because very important because there are enemies that are trying to get us to unite against the white male. Even the white lady, they want to be against the white male, the white American male. Um, and so I'm wanting to speak to you for, for that reason. Um, this is the greatest nation on the planet. I'm telling you, if you continue on the course of hatred, thinking that they are your enemy, you are about to leave something for your children that you don't want to leave. While you're enjoying the blessings of America, you're about to ruin it. So you're gonna have to wake up. You have to shake yourself. You're gonna have to wake up, okay? Because there's, there's a lot at stake here. There's a lot at stake. What you are about to experience and what you're about to leave to your children, I'm hoping that you care. I hope that I'm not uh, speaking to deaf ears and closed eyes. I'm hoping that I'm talking to people who are thinkers and you're able to evaluate what I'm saying. Listen, I'm asking that you critique what I'm saying, but do it, don't do it on the basis of prejudice and a bunch of feelings. Uh, come up with proper facts. And please don't bring up some isolated fact of what somebody else did wrong or even what a collection of people did wrong. Because again, just like I mentioned on one of our other episodes, listen, there's going to be a bunch of wrong. If you're going to be looking for wrongs in order to justify you being wrong, then you're going to be a sad individual because you're going to make wrong choices based on your hatred and your fear, and it's not going to pay. That hatred and fear doesn't pay. It doesn't build you as an individual. It doesn't build your, your personal value. It doesn't make you marketable. And it doesn't make you create products that really help to serve your fellow man. Your hatred is going to put you at a massive, massive uh, disadvantage in your family. You don't want that to happen. And, but a lot of these things were planned. A lot of them were planned. Remember, this battle really isn't, it really isn't physical. There, this is a spiritual battle. There are forces that are at play here whether you like it or not. It doesn't really matter even if you agree with it or not. They're at play anyway. There is a God. 
And then there are also dark forces. Yes, there's, there's dark forces. Satan and, and demonic powers, they do exist. It's real. And you're watching it play out in the society as they get more or less people to cooperate. Where there's righteousness that's, that's growing in the land, when humans are cooperating with God and they're listening to God's spirit, these are the heroes that build a society. These are the heroes that make for strong family. They make for community infrastructures, healthy community interactions that build great nations, that leave legacies. But then there's the other side. There's the other side who in the name of their fear, in the name of their hatred, they are selective about what past they want to pay attention to. These are people who are sensitive to their failure instead of, no, don't worry about it. Your failure is just a stepping stone. Don't even worry about it. But no, they're too overly sensitive to their failures. And so they're ready to fight to defend themselves like cats that are stuck in a corner having to claw their way out instead of the great lions that you are. That you are made in the image of God. You have no idea what resources are at your disposal to build your own life and the lives of those around you. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's been a great plan that has been unfolding really for the last, really over the last 100 and 150 years here in the United States. You know, and if, listen, if, 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 if I were a spiritual enemy, there are certain things that I would do in order to undermine the society. I'm speaking to the patriots that are out there and to the hopeful patriots. You got to know what's been going on, what has been happening over the years. What I'm going to talk to you about today is how the enemy has set government to affect how the family operates. Do you realize that in, in the 1950s and in the early 1960s, but in 1950s, 1940s, do you realize that the black family, over 70% of children were born into families with their mom and their dad? 70 percent and more we had very strong family structure but there are people who study this stuff they look for ways to undermine family because in order to cause any kind of revolution in our country you can't have strong family strong family is is one of those strengths that resist socialist socialist movements resist communist movements the family the family when they introduced in the 1960s and then it unfolded in the years following those different entitlement programs and many of those entitlements encouraged illegitimate births that is if a woman had a child and she didn't and she wasn't married and therefore she only had her income whether she had one or not whether she was working or not that the child with her alone were able to derive benefits from the federal government in terms of food stamps or ebt card whatever you want to call it in terms of section 8 in terms of all these different social supports but if that same woman got married and her husband just had a had a just a job well the increase in income that came from the husband would diminish her federal uh dollars her federal grants if you will the ebt the whatsoever so it encouraged our young girls of course it would do that don't get married because as soon as you get married and if he has a job that's going to guarantee that your food stamps are going to be cut, your EBT, whatever. Your Section 8 is going to be cut because now your income level has increased. And folks, that right there alone was one of the major things to, uh, to lay an assault on the black family. That one. And here we are still to this day. We don't measure it. So we're not even watching what it does. Do you know that now over 70% of our babies are born to single parent households? This shift occurred over the last 50 to 60 years.
It wasn't always this way. Now we have whole communities that are led by, that where children don't even know, they, they think that it's completely normal, that the single parent household is completely normal. And they're not able to even, they can't even see the other side. They don't know that the other side is supposed to be the normal. You need the two, it take two, 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 two to, to make that child. It's gonna take two to properly nurture the child. We're not like the regular animals. It's gonna require the father and the mother working together in order to be able to pass to the children what's gonna be healthy in terms of relationships. But we, they, they use that system right there to really put a whopper on, our, on the black family. And do I think that they knew what they were doing? Of course I do. There's no such thing as building the character of your children by just giving them stuff, especially when they become responsible. As soon as you become responsible, it's time to get to work. It's time to pull your own weight. And, we, and, we, and, and good parents make sure that their children learn that lesson. You don't spoil them, you'll ruin them. You gotta let them learn how work is associated with acquisition and becoming. And if you don't do that, you have done them an injustice. Well, believe me when I tell you this, the men of the 1960s and 70s, they knew it. They knew it. They determined, however, in order to get our vote, remember, these folks are looking for power and for money. And, 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 and many times, uh, they also have, they have another end game as well that's even more sinister. But for power and for your vote, they decided that they're going to go ahead and purchase it from you. They'll buy it from you. Many of you right now are voting a certain way. And by the way, in, in programs to come, I'm going to be a whole lot more blatant. There's going to be a lot of hate, but it's all right. Many of you are voting the way you're voting simply because of the free things that, that come from the government. And it's ridiculous. You don't need it. Believe me, you're a hero. You were made in the image of God. You have no idea the potential that rests in your hands that uh, our spiritual enemy and maybe even some of your competitors, your potential competitors, uh, they want you to stay diminished. They want you to be a person that just gets and purchases, be a spender, be a consumer, but don't be a creator. Remember, God is a creator and he expects his children to be the same. But there's no way you're going to be that way if you're for sale and you, you're, ended up, you, you're willing to vote for the person that's willing to give you the most money and the most goods. When that occurred, it did something to us socially. It did something to our character. It did something to our dreams. It did something to our perspective. You have no dreams if you're willing to live off that government dollar. That, that, and that leaves you only one other option. If you're not going to live for the pleasure of fulfilling dreams, fulfilling what you were born to be, it can only lead to one other thing, a desire for other pleasures, sexual, drugs, illicit relationships, irresponsible partying. You're not going to even have an option. You're not going to even have an option. If, if you're not possessed by what is beautiful, by the things that God has us to pursue, if you're not really interested in building your fellow man in a very constructive way, a deliberate way that, that involves character and friendship, true friendship, and that can only be learned, that can't be learned any other way than individual initiative, which the entitlement programs kill. If we don't get there, we're not going to experience all these things that we could we have the opportunity right now to go there, to recover our families. There's a fight right now going on in our country. They have you believing that the white man is the great enemy right now. They have you fighting police officers. What is that? They have you hating officers. Do y'all know that there were, oh, <laughs> folks, there were only a handful 
of deaths that occurred at the hands of police, according to the FBI. And by the way, we have black folks in the FBI as well that study these numbers. Certainly some officer that, that's on those higher ranking areas in the DOJ that are black or Hispanic, they would tell you whether those numbers are false. Do you realize that there were less people that were killed by officers without weapons than could fit in a classroom in a small private school nationwide? Do you realize that we have 330 million people in our country? If you have 14 of them that were killed without a weapon, 14. Now, even if I stopped right there and said 14 were killed without weapons, and they, let's imagine they were all bad kills, 14 out of 330 million, do you know what's happening in other countries? See, we, we take this stuff for granted. That number is not bad. But let me go ahead and make it, even, make it even clearer. Among those 14 that were not armed, they, didn't, they just didn't have a gun. Some of them used their car to try to run over an officer. Others were fighting the police. Don't you understand that if you fight a police officer, even if you don't have a gun, he, he risks you grabbing his and using it against him. Listen, you, we, we can't keep doing what we're doing. And by the way, every month there's going to be at least one person that fa falls into that category. There are going to be some where a racist officer, you're dealing with just some bad apple in a bunch, is going to occur. You're going to have that. occur. No, it shouldn't even happen once, folks. That's okay. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay. There are 7,500 deaths in the black community, most of which at our own hands. Please don't take six, seven police officers that were bad apples in the course of a year and compare it to that 7,500. Do we have no honor? Do we have no respect for our fellow man to where we don't understand the difference between 7,500, 100 deaths? most of which at our own hands against each other. And then compare that to officers that killed people that didn't have a weapon. By the way, and all those officers weren't even, weren't, weren't even white. Some of them were black. Come on, come on family. Now, if we're gonna allow the media to keep whipping things up, it's gonna be against our interests. And it's gonna continue to lead to the kind of stuff that just kills our families. So whenever there's not a father in the home, there's a certain level of peace, certain level of discipline that's just not going to be there. It's just plain and simple. I'm bold to say it. I have no apologies. I'm a father myself. The father is needed in the home, period. The mother is absolutely needed in the home. The father is needed in the home. And when that fails and when the child doesn't have a sense of security, they will find it. Anxiety is natural to the human. That's why we cry when we come into the world. We don't cry because we happen to arrive on this stage of fools, like Shakespeare said. We cry because anxiety is natural. Now, how do we come to each other's aid to satisfy the anxiety? Family is the best way to satisfy it. And we got to make certain that we are defending the family. Do you realize that right now there's other assaults on our family? Do you realize that blacks experience hundreds of times overrepresentation in abortion. They make it sound like uh, abortion is just happening all over the place and, and all the races are equal. No, 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 no. There are more blacks killed per capita than any other race. A direct assault on our families, our children, our women. 
there are consequences to abortion. And we all, listen, it doesn't matter because you don't have a right to speak on it. You're a man. Uh, no, because we're one, listen, we are either beneficiaries of what happens to our females or we're going to be those who are hurt by what happens to our females because we are part of this together. If the females are hurt, we are also hurt. Their behavior and everything else is part of who we are and who we're becoming. If there's an activity, therefore, that is hurting them, then it hurts us too. It's just the way it is, folks. It's, it's what it means to be part of this one big human family. And there's no way you're going to be able to tell me that psychologically it helps a woman to year after year have to remember that her child would be one year old this year or four year old this year. She sees another child running or she has to hide it in her conscience. Do you know what that does to have to push this stuff back, back, back? The, the, those calls psychological episodes. I love, I love all of, our, all of our ladies, and I know that there are some very tough circumstances that can lead to some very tough choices. And, and, and listen, I admire you all. You're all heroes as far as I'm concerned. I was there for the birth of my children. You're, you're heroes, okay? Um, but you're, bo you're more heroes than, than I think you think. God made you in his image. No matter what the consequence of life, no matter what consequences life brings our way, God grants you grace to make the right decisions so that you can build yourself, You'll be healthier in the future, and so will your children, and so will the family. We need you. The men, we need you. And so, and we need for you to be healthy. And so our families are right now greatly under attack, and it's, uh, it's remarkable. And now uh, uh, generations are going by that are living in these single-parent families, and it's causing a great deal of problem to our, to our communities. And it's time that we wake up to that fact and recapture our dignity, recapture our honor as a race, to see husbands being there for their uh, wives primarily. Primarily, I said, your duty is to your wife, secondarily to your children. We're really first to God, wife, and then your children. All right, but we have this opportunity to build. I will communicate another attack that we're under, but the family is under attack. And uh, it's been this way for the last bit, and uh, we've lost a lot of ground, and we need to recover it. Do it by loving each other. Now listen, keep sharing this stuff. Keep sharing it. Tomorrow we're going to do another episode. I'm going to tell you about another enemy that has been at our doorsteps and even in our house now. It's been in our house for a while, killing things. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Share this. God bless you. Remember, I respect you, every one of you. Black, white, Spanish, but my race, I honor you. Okay? There's way more to us than what we give ourselves credit for. It's time that we go ahead and by individual initiative and courage, submit ourselves to God to be the best people we can be. I love you. We'll talk to you.